The hallway on the right side of the art building stretches far in either direction. It's dimly lit. The hazy yellow lights accompany the moonlight which enters from the windows on the right. Twisting, contorting sculptures on white crates are displayed underneath. The monotone hum of the radiator crescendos as it echoes down the hall. You can access any area of the art building from this hallway. Grace knows this place well. Like, I know when I was doing, like, my floor for four, I'm trying to, like, fix it. So now you can't do that. Grace stands on the left-hand side, adjacent to a doorway of one of the studios. An eggshell-colored piece of paper ripped straight from an art pad hangs in front of her. With two pieces of double-sided scotch tape, Grace has made sure it lies perpendicular to her eye. Surprisingly, this is her first time working in the hallway. I don't usually work out here. I have done, like, photographs out here, but um, not actual painting because they would, like, kill us if we got, like, paint on the ground. I'm Grace Wong. And I don't know what else. I'm an upper, <laughs> I guess. I mean, we're all uppers in that English class. Wearing a jet black colored pea coat over a matching skirt and top, Grace looks like she came from a conference call rather than from a room in nearby Hoyt Hall. My room is, has tons of fire code violations. It's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Grace comes from Houston, which she says, Like, what kind of art is there in Houston, Texas? Like, that's where all the oil companies are. Like, if I were to do any type of art for them, I'd be like designing their new oil rig. Like, like oh gosh. <laughs> Perhaps to make up for this artistic vacuum. Grace's house is covered in her artwork. Like all of my art actually ends up in my garage at home. Oh really? That's so, that's <laughs> it's really It's actually cool. really funny. Like I just have like shelves and shelves of art and then like the ones that aren't like canvases that are like paper are just like tacked up like around the, the garage. Like there are often like pieces drying on like the washing machine and mm. the dryer. If it isn't clear already, Grace has been an artist for a long time. I can't really say like when I started exactly because I don't really remember. <laughs> I feel like I've just always been at some type of like art class. I mean, I loved it, so it was fine. Grace has started working on the paper in front of her. In her right hand is a mechanical pencil, not unlike the ones you'd find left behind in a math class. She has decided to draw a portrait from a photo she's pulled up on her phone. The model's torso is rotating away from the photographer, with her head turned to face the camera over her left shoulder. Her jaw is defined, her cheekbones striking. However, the most striking aspect of the photo are her eyes. I feel like the eyes are actually my favorite thing to draw, and I draw those a lot, and so like, that's the only thing that I can like, draw. What do you think that is? I don't know, because I've noticed that a lot of artists like drawing eyes a lot. Like, the main things that artists like to draw are like hands and eyes. This is only a basic drawing, nothing special. And I just give them away at the end of the year because I don't want them anymore. Often she leaves them unfinished. I mean, most of the times I actually like don't finish my drawings. I just have like piles. Uh, how far do you usually go with them? Like, if portraits. It really depends like on how much I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For her bigger projects, like her final project for art class last year, Grace trades in her pencil for a paintbrush, preferring to use oil paint as her medium. Oil painting requires much more prep than a simple pencil sketch. It begins way before she actually starts painting. When she does oil painting at school, Grace begins by making the actual canvas frame by hand. The process is surprisingly intense. First, you have to get your piece of canvas. They have like a huge roll of like canvas cloth. Mm. It's like not prepped or anything, it's just a huge roll. So and they then, just give it to you and just yeah, like, really, oh. No, and they give that to you and then you have to get um, the stretcher bars, the wooden stretcher bars. Stretcher bars are the blocks of wood behind the canvas, which make up the frame. You have to fit together and like hammer and staple together to make a canvas. It's crazy. <laughs> They're heavy, especially <laughs> with like the larger ones. Like once you get into like, like even with like 40 inches, like that's already like a huge like bar of wood. Right, you have right. to like maneuver that so that it fits together and <laughs> that doesn't work sometimes. Then you have to get the canvas over the stretcher bars. Because it's like four bars, you just stretch it over, you have to pull it as tight as you can and that's the part that's the most labor intensive and then you like staple together and then you have to gesso it with like pretty much this white acrylic paint. Gesso, by the way, is spelled with a G, two S's and an O. It's a white acrylic paint. Like it's pretty much just to prime the canvas because the canvas is just like a cloth and so if you try to paint oil paint directly on 
on it, it'll soak through. Then you sand it down and gesso it a second time. And then you sand it down again, and then you do a third layer, <laughs> and then you sand it down after that. Yeah. And then you actually start making art afterwards. And then you start doing like the bottom sketch. The bottom sketch is the outline for the painting. Like mapping out like what you want on the canvas, where you want it, just like any like preliminary ideas pretty much. Then comes the underpainting. Which is like pretty much a wash of, depending on what you're painting, if it's like landscape, it might be like a dark green or brown. You mix it with a lot of turpentine, or I guess here it's like water because we use like water soluble right. oil paints. And then it's like very, very um, transparent and then you just wash the whole thing. And then you like make sure to get like the, like the shadows in, like make the shadows a little bit darker mm. and like keep the highlights a little bit lighter. They wait for that to dry. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then you start the actual painting. Grace continues to sketch, even as she speaks, pausing only for a few seconds to laugh. It's hard not to see her smiling. Her bright expression shows that contemporary artists nowadays aren't always the grave, nihilistic, God-is-dead beings we imagine them to be. Yet don't think she only sees art as merely frivolous or pointless. In fact, her opinion is far from that. For her Art 444 project last year, she used oil painting to display the gender roles that women are subjected to in society. I had, like, Jaden get, like, um a clothes hanger and put like her hair over it to kind of like signify that she was being like objectified, like she was being turned into an object. And then I got like Lauren to put spinach into her hair to kind of like signify how like women like had to cook all the time and like things like that. And then with Isha, I put like bubble wrap around her to signify how people would like often think that women are like fragile and should be like treated carefully and things like that. Art is like you're expressing yourself. So like your thoughts are going to like go into your art. And like, yeah, I didn't go into art like with like some type of like agenda, but like I think that like whenever I think about like projects, like I don't just want to like have an art piece that's just like kind of meaningless. Like I, I want it to like mean something to like me or maybe like other people. And like that's when like my own beliefs like come in. Grace is a part of a new generation of feminist artists. The movement dates back to the 1960s where it grew alongside the queer and civil rights movements. Since then, thousands of feminist artists have used their respective mediums as a way to change the world around them, starting with the art community. However, something an artist must keep in mind, Grace says, is that the art must come first, not the message. I think for me, like the art itself definitely takes precedence just because like, like I, I am the artist, I'm not the viewer, and I'm maybe for the viewer, like the like the technique and the art itself or like the creativity kind of like diminishes a little, but for me, because I'm making the art, like I have to focus on like the art itself. <laughs> Yet each piece of art doesn't always need to change the world. Sometimes, art is made without any social commentary embedded by the artist. Yeah, people always ask me, like, why do you make this? Like, what, like, what are you doing this for? I'm like, like, myself? <laughs> like, <laughs> my own cause? I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> like, there is a place for it to just be, like, something that, like, you enjoy, like, for yourself. I think that's important. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. An hour in, and the portrait is nearly complete. There's a surprising amount of life compressed into this inanimate object. The pencil strokes which make up the hair and neck are abstract, suggesting rather than flat out showing. The face is more detailed, showing off the model's high cheekbones and her crafted eyebrows. However, the most compelling part of the piece by far is the eyes. It gaze not quite back at you, but slightly to your left, almost compelling you to turn and try to see what she sees. There's only one thing left to do. With a few deft flourishes, Grace signs a curse of G, Y, and H in the bottom left and dates it underneath. She takes the portrait down. Stray pencil marks are scattered along the wall. Perhaps it's a metaphor, representing Grace leaving her mark on Exeter. Or maybe it's a reminder that art is everywhere around us, even in the strangest of areas. However, they could just be pencil marks, made by a laughing and smiling teenage artist on a cold December evening in an empty art building hallway. Nick Song, P.E.A. 
Exeter, New Hampshire.